Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we will be in the New Testament book of 3 John, and we will be reading the verses 1 through 14. And the title that I have for this is Truth and Faithful. Truth and Faithful. Okay, before I get started, I always like to um, to give you what the Bible is uh, with witnesses and all. And that way, when people question you, uh, you have a way to defend the Bible in truth. And also, if you're in college or school and you have an instructor or teacher, whatever, who, uh, who may be a non-believer... And they challenge you all the time with this. You have something to make them think. Okay, and I got this from uh, Dr. Vodi Bakum. And you can find him on YouTube online. And here we go, the Bible. A reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the time, during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses. 40 authors, 66 volumes of books, span of 1,500 years in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe. Written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little in Aramaic. Hundreds of subjects and topics. So there you go. And that's a great way to make people think. All right. Okay, I'm going to be reading out of the NIV, the New International Version. And here we go. Third John, found in the New Testament. And it's a letter to um, to the ones that he's writing to. The elder, to my dear friends, Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. Verse 3, it gave me great joy when some believers came and testified about your faithfulness to the truth. Telling how you continue to walk in it. Verse 4. Uh, verse 4. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Isn't that wonderful to have that? Um, to have that following you where people um, know that you're walking in truth because your life shows it. And with your words and your deeds and everything, they know that, hey, this is a Christian. This is one of those believers. So that's a wonderful thing. But depending where you're at, it could cost your life. Depending where you're at, it could cost you to get beat up. Um, depending where you're at, you could be tortured. But it's worth it because you have eternal life. Not only that, you have a God who loves you. And some people say, well, why would God allow all this? Because God is sovereign, and his ways are not our ways, and his purposes are not our purposes. It's really funny. People like to, um, like I hear people, well, well, what kind of God would allow this, that, or the other thing, right? So you're, you're putting yourself in judgment to God. Instead, instead of saying, wow, I'm surprised God hadn't killed me for all my sins that I do every day and, every, and all my wickedness. 
We don't ever say that. It's always finding something, someone else or, or something else. We don't want to look at ourselves. But the Bible says oh, we're wicked because we're, set, we're born separated from God because we're born into a sinful world. Again, going back to Adam and Eve when they disobeyed God in the garden, the Garden of Eden, and, and God had to, uh, uh, because they ate the fruit, he said, eat, eat of all the trees and all that I have here, except for this one tree, don't touch that tree. And that was for them to make, uh, for them to learn to obey God. But even with all that, they, they still were convinced to take that from Satan who came as a in the form of a snake that could talk at the time. And the Bible says that he beguiled Eve. I know there's got her to question whether that's exactly what God said. And then she then she she told that to Adam and then he ate. You see, so this is why we've had the fall and everything is corrupt and everything dies because of the the sin of disobedience. But we go beyond disobedience. Now let's continue reading. Uh, let's go to verse 5. Dear friend, you are faithful in what you are doing for the brothers and sisters, even though they are strangers to you. Verse 6. They have told the church about your love. Please send them on their way in a manner that honors God. Verse 7. It was for the sake of the name that they went out, receiving no help from the pagans verse 8 we ought therefore to show hospitality to such people so that they may work together for the truth so here again they're being praised for the faithfulness um, for doing what what Christ told them uh, told them to do they're out there showing the love of God and they're giving the gospel and they're doing everything in word and deed. See, this is how God's light shines. It's not on big giant things and all this stuff, but it's the daily humdrum, the daily rut, you know, the day after day after day and your tiredness or, you know, even in boredom or just, you know, um, just having to do the same work every day and may not have any praises or anything from people. But that's okay because we're doing all for Christ. So you, you do the best that you can do and you try to witness as much as you can for the Christian. Now, if you're listening and you're not a believer, you're not a Christian, um, or you're not sure, then... Just keep listening to, to see what the Word of God says, what the Bible says. And then when we get done, I'll show you why you need Christ and how to become a Christian. Okay, let's continue. In verse 9, I wrote to the church, but Diotrephus, who loves to be first, will not welcome us. Mm. Verse 10, so when I come, I will call attention to what he is doing, spreading malicious nonsense about us. Not satisfied with that, he even refuses to welcome our believers. 
He also stops those who want to do so and puts them out of the church. So, so he's writing about a church leader named Diotrephus, and he, he is not being Christ-like at all, you know. And so, so, so John's calling them out. You know, we need to call out these people who are doing evil because people need to know what's happened. This is not Christian. This is not what believers do. This is not what the Word of God says. So, just like today, like in these days and times and previously, you know, you always have uh, false false people, false prophets, false preachers, however you want to do it, preaching a false gospel, plus you have all these other religions that are definitely false. Um, they're preaching, they twist the gospel or they preach another gospel, but not the gospel. There's a lot of this has been going on since, you know, time began because people are evil, but especially since Christ came and then the church started from that time, you know, um, this is just how it is because you're dealing with people. When you're dealing with people, you're dealing with sin. You know, and you have, there's a lot of pretenders out here. Okay, so let me see. So let's go to verse 11. Dear friend, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. Anyone who does what is good is from God. Anyone who does what is evil has not seen God. Verse 12. Demetrius is well spoken of by everyone, and even by the truth itself. We also speak well of him, and you know that our testimony is true. Verse, thir uh, verse 13, I have much to write you, but I do not want to do so with pen and ink. Verse 14, I hope to see you soon and will talk face to face. Peace to you, the, the friends here send their greetings. Greet the friends there by name. So there's a good, uh, there's a strong believing uh, leader named Demetrius, and he's well spoken of in his word indeed. So see the truth. Um, being faithful in the truth brings out truth. It, it, it's uh, there's nothing hard about this. It's just the way it is you know when you're walking in God the truth follows and like when you're being faithful in God's truth then his truth will follow you it's like in um, I believe it's James chapter 4 and 6 where it says when we humble ourselves God will lift you up and so that's exactly what's what's happening here you know Yeah, here it is in James chapter 4, and it is, let me see, James chapter 4, and starts at verse 6. Um, no, let's go to 7. Well, yeah, we can go at 6, but he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. And James 4, 7 says, Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. 
Verse 8, come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sin, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Verse 9, grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your, and your joy to gloom. Verse 10, here we go. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. So it's actually James chapter 4, verses 6 through 10. You know, when we humble ourselves and we draw and we get close to God, and how do we do that? By by talking to God through prayer and reading his word every day and doing what it says. You know, you read the Bible like you eat, you know, like we eat three meals a day and snacks and everything else to keep our bodies going, right? And like myself and above, um, so that's what we need. We need to treat the Bible the same way. We need to eat this Bible. I mean, that's a metaphor um, or example, but it's like the same way you eat food, you know, to give you strength. You need to read the word and study the word, study the Bible daily without fail and do what it says. This is how you grow and become strong. Okay, so now why do we need God? Well, Let's let's go to the commandments and we're going to find out why. OK. And what it says, have you ever lied? Everybody has lied. You can call it a white lie, whatever. And you only have to do you have to sin once in your whole lifetime and you're guilty. So we're all sinners. Cause we've all messed up multiple times. So that's just one. Right. We've all lied. And what do you call someone that lies? A liar. Uh, have you ever took something that wasn't yours or borrowed it and never brought it back. Well, that's called stealing. What do you call someone that steals? You call them a thief. Remember, God's standards are very high and ours are very low. And we've created a God, which is another commitment uh, about creating other gods. But we've created a God in our own mind that's great with everything we do. It's a... It's a cuddly God that's okay with everything that we want to do. That's not that's not God. That's not the real God. Because the real God's righteous and holy. And and the first commandment is you shall have no other gods before me. And you shall not make any idols. And all that's part of that. You know? And uh have you ever hated anyone? According to Jesus, you've already committed um, you've already committed murder in your heart, and that would be the sixth commandment: you shall not murder. And that's three right there. So you see, this is why we need God. I, I just gave you the disease. Like you go to a doctor, he first gives you the disease, so then he can tell you. If he has a cure for it, he can tell you about the cure and you'll be ready to take it because you want to live. It's the same thing. If you don't want to die and go to hell, but go to heaven, you first got to understand that you're going, that why you're going to hell and that you are going to hell. Most people think they're wonderful and somehow they're going to heaven, but that's not how it works. So if you want to go to heaven, you got to go God's way. You can't go your own way. It doesn't work that way. So and right now, as you're listening to this, if you feel a tug at your heart or a conviction, that's God. That's, uh, that's the Holy Spirit drawing you to God, the Heavenly Father, to Jesus. Remember, they're three separate, but they're also one. You got God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It's three gods, but it's all wrapped up in one God. 
It's kind of like the sun, you know. The whole thing that you see would be God. And then the heat you feel is like the Holy Spirit. Then the light you see would be like the sun, Jesus. But all together is one God. And we, and we call that the Trinity. Okay. So what do you need to do? Well, it's kind of like um, if you're in a plane that's about to crash and you say, oh, I'm going to save myself. I'm going to jump out of this plane and I'm going to flap my arms. Well, that's not going to work and you're going to die because you're trying to go, you're trying to do it yourself. No, get the parachute, grab the parachute that they've been trying to give you. That's going to save you. You put that parachute on and you pull that cord and then the parachute comes out and then you float down. Well, that would be Jesus coming to Jesus. It's the same way. When you come to Jesus, then you can go to heaven. You know, after you repent of your sins, you ask God to forgive you. And then you put your trust in Christ alone and to Jesus alone because you realize that, that you've broken his moral law, the Ten Commandments. That's why we need Christ. How do we come to Christ? Well, you come with a sorrowful, contrite heart. You repent of all your sins. You ask God to forgive you of all your sins. Then you put your trust in Christ alone. Then you start reading the Bible. Deal with that fellow. Do what it says. Find a good Bible-believing, teaching church to join so you can grow, learn, and serve. But remember, you're not, you can't go to heaven by your works. It doesn't work that way. God does all the work. Because Jesus is like the bridge to God. Right? Right now we're in sin, so that means uh, um, that bridge is, the bridge is out. It's like, you know, a part of the bridge is broken. You can't get to the other side. But Christ is the part that goes in there and fixes it. So now you can cross. Now you can't cross. So he's... Jesus is the bridge to God, but you got to go through him the way he says to go. And that's how it works. Uh, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 9, that it's a free gift to God. You can't earn it. Or you can't work your way. It's a free gift. We can't earn it because we're too evil. And that's why God had to come. Um, in the, in the, um, the book of Jeremiah, uh, it says the heart the heart is desperately wicked who can know it yeah that's right I'm going to give you some other scripture now Acts chapter 17 verses 30 to 31 in the past God overlooked such ignorance but now he commands all people everywhere to repent for he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed, which would be Christ Jesus. He has given proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead. John chapter 14, 6, King James Version. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Exodus chapter 4, 11 says, The Lord said to him, talking to Moses, who gave human beings, this is NIV, who gave human beings their mouth? Who decides whether people speak or do not speak, hear or do not hear, see or do not see? Is it not I, the Lord? Ephesians chapter 1, 4, NIV. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight and love.
And Ephesians chapter 111, NIV says, God, uh, God is sovereign, or, or well, uh, this is about God being sovereign, but Ephesians 111 says, in him we were chosen, having be, been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the with the purpose. Let me see. And that one got cut off there. I can't read that. I'm reading from some copies I had made. Romans chapter 319, NIV says, Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to God. You know, mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 says, Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality. Revelation chapter 21, 8 says, this is the ESV version, English Standard Version, but as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexual immoral sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. So, see, Satan, the devil, tries to keep us from hearing this truth. And all you got to do is open up the Bible and read it. It's right there. Romans chapter 6, verse 23, the ESV, English Standard Version says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Okay, now I'm going to give you some salvation scriptures. Romans chapter, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10, King James Version. If thou shalt confess with the mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God is from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth in the righteousness, with the mouth of, and with the mouth confession is made of salvation. Uh, Romans 10, 13, King James Version. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, King James Version. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Okay, now, let me give you some resources to help you to learn and grow. And all this can be found on YouTube also. All these I'm going to mention here and on their uh, websites and all. Uh, Dr. Vodi Bakum, YouTube, Living Waters with Great Comfort, livingwaters.com, Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, Answers in, in Genesis.org, Wall Builders with David Barton, wallbuilders.com, and David Barton gives uh, the American Christian history and some of the world. Dr. Walton, Walter Martin, waltermartin.org, Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin, and you can also listen to him on Apple Podcast. And what I love about Pastor Jeff Durbin, he gives you great messages and teaching that you can watch on YouTube and go to his website and also watch it there, which is apologiastudios.com. 
uh, A-P-O-L-O-G-I-A-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. And when you get on there, um, you can uh, you can get a seminary education with Dr. Greg Bonson that they have all of his recordings there. Uh, he, he, uh, he died and the family gave um, Jeff Durbin and Apologies Studios all of his recordings. So they have set up, but you can go on his website of ApologiaStudios.com and put in the search there, Dr. Greg Bonson or Bonson U and start uh, getting a free seminary education. How wonderful is that? And you can get all access there on the website for like $10. That's what I pay. And you can get even more stuff. It's wonderful. Um, and then also, a good teacher that he died a couple years back, but wonderful, is R.C. Sproul with Ligonier Ministries. Uh, Ligonier is L-I-G-O-N-I-E-R Ministries. And he's on YouTube. And you can listen to all his teachings and go to their website. It's fantastic. They have similar stuff on their website. And then if you would like to correspond with me, you want a free Bible, I'd be glad to send you one. Uh, you can write, uh, you, can, you can go to, to a lowercase Bible Education Institute at gmail.com. And I'll be glad to talk with you through there. And if you'd like to go to the website, it's all lowercase Bible-Education-Institute.Webnode which is spelled W-E-B-N-O-D-E dot com. And you can also catch us on YouTube and Rumble, and which, is, which are video platforms, but we can put our stuff on there too. And then the audio platforms, and it grows constantly, is Bible Education Institute with Reverend Henry Kelly. And normally you just put Bob Education Institute and it should pop it up. But if not, just put with Reverend Henry Kelly and it'll pop it up. But you can catch us on Helium Radio Network, which is heliumradio.com. And you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple. These are all the audio platforms. Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G-Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Podcast Addict, and others. And also Telegram, Getter, Twitter, Facebook. And here's some more, there's more guys that would will be helpful for you to learn from. That's Dr. James White, and, and he is working with Apology Studios now, but you can also find all of his, just put Dr. James White in YouTube and he'll pop up all his stuff. And Doug Wilson and Gary Damar, D-E-M-A-R, and Pastor Joel Webbin with Right Response Ministries. And, of course, Pastor Jeff Durbin, Apologia Studios. And, again, uh, Dr. R.C. Sproul, Ligonier Ministries, and Dr. Vody Bacham. Great teaching, great stuff to learn from, and you will get truth. Also, uh, to buy books, um, to get books and stuff you need. Uh, I like to buy used books. It's cheaper, and you can get them, like, sometimes almost new. Um... But you can go to like uh, Abe Books, Abe Books, A-B-E Books, or Thrift Books, uh, Amazon, and you can go to Alibris. They have used stuff too, um, A-L-I-B-R-I-S. And then uh, 
There's a, a couple of on-demand programs that you can learn from. If you go to TCT Network, put it in your search engine of your Gmail or whatever your your search engine is, Safari or whatever, and you can put it in your TCT Network and then go to the um, on-demand programs and just scroll down there and you can these two here are great. Faith in History with, with William Federer. He gives you all of Christian history. Um, of American around the world. It's fantastic. And you can learn the Old Testament with ancient Jewish wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lappin. It's good stuff. Good stuff, I tell you. Good, good to learn. So remember, if you've been listening and you don't, you're not a believer, I would suggest that you get that you come to Christ today because tomorrow's not promised. You know, if you want to leave here alive, and that means, you know, when you die, your spirit will go to heaven instead of hell, then you need to repent of your sins, come with a sorrowful contrite heart, knowing you've broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments, and come with a sorrowful heart, repent of all your sins, and put your trust in Christ alone. And then start reading the Bible daily without fail and find a good Bible-believing teaching church so you can grow and serve God and learn how to. Till next time, remember, read the Bible daily without failing, do what it says.